Great Banquet, page 2. Um, the Lord wants me to make this page 2. Why me? Why did God pick me to be the forerunner? Because if you look at any one thing, it doesn't make any sense. But God had a whole bunch of reasons for many different... For Reasons, many different reasons for picking me. Many different, more than meets the eye. And if you knew all the reasons, it makes sense. But if you look at any one, it doesn't. Why? He's not the greatest preacher. He's not. He doesn't radiate as he should. Okay, you, I, I'm going to, this tape is made for you. I got to make, the Lord told me to create this. Why me? The first time around, John the Baptist was the only forerunner, as we know. The second time around, there's been a number of them. I'm the only one standing that's alive. The rest died, mostly, mostly of old age. Okay, Pat Robertson was a forerunner. Google it. You can check it through Christian Coalition, which was a failed enterprise. Because of Christian Coalition, which was his brainchild, that would have brought the early return to Christ. Before Armageddon. That's what God prefers it to happen. Before Armageddon. It's called Joel's Army. It was prophesied in the Vineyard Church in the 80s. The prophecy called Joel's Army. It's another way of looking at the scriptures. That if we Christianize the world, Jesus will come early and he'll say, job well done. Rather than coming in the middle of a ghastly war to separate warring parties. Joel's Army, that's what I'm talking about. That's what this is. They were right. So Christian Coalition was one. Martin Luther King was a forerunner. He wouldn't have got assassinated. Actually, Gandhi, it all comes from Gandhi. He learned from Gandhi. Gandhi is the father of nonviolent civil disobedience. And Martin Luther King learned from Gandhi. He kind of took what Gandhi did. They got freedom from English rule, the Indians. And he kind of adapted it for the American scene. Praise God. He was a forerunner. Um... A rabbi, uh, a rabbi was a forerunner. He believed that Jesus it was the first time, but it doesn't matter. He would have found out. <laughs> Anyways, his name is Rabbi Kahana. He got assassinated by a Muslim extremist in New York in 1990. Killed his son in a car bomb. They wanted to kill him because he was, he's the father of the right-wingers in Israel. Rabbi Kahani, K-A-H-A-N-E. He had the plan for the Jews if they would have done it. It's got to be, see, there's different windows of opportunity. And if, the, if we as a humanity do something, or group, a large group of people do something pleasing enough to God, he will come early. You've got to understand these windows of opportunity. I know some of them. But you've never even thought about them. I know about them, because that's my job. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a man who's had tremendous grace in my life. Tremendous. Reverend Sung Young Moon was a forerunner. Unification Church. Oh, forgive me if I uh, repeat myself. I don't know how to edit this tape, so I will repeat myself sometimes. He was a forerunner to the Unification Church. I'm, I'm, I was into that initially. God gave me more than one plan. Anything, again, directly connected to the second coming of Christ, that is great banquet. And if you're given an invitation to it and you say no, you go to hell. That's it. It's right there. And it makes sense. If somebody's working on bringing the, the second coming of Christ early and they ask for your help and you say no, you don't deserve to be here. 
That makes total sense, doesn't it? That's fair. Praise God, and this tape was made for you, not for me. And one reason God picked me, and a main reason you, you can't see, is I'm the worst backslider that ever made it back. The greatest, steepest. Really. I was once almost a saint, a living saint, because of the grace I've had in my life. I died, and God let me live again. I had amazing grace. I was almost a living saint. I ended up backsliding through wrong relationships with women, bad relationships. Became a living Darth Vader because of hate I held in. And I almost attained hell before I died. I'm not bragging. It sounds like it. It was so terrible, I almost went to hell before I died. There's people that attain the kingdom of heaven before bodily death. That's a living saint. Where they actually, they're actually living in heaven but they're walking amongst us. Well, on the, there's also the opposite is true, where people actually have died and went to hell. The original person in a person's body has perished, and who's walking around in the body is a devil, a body snatcher, a shapeshifter, whatever you want to call them. It's not human. The original person went to hell. That's almost what happened. That's about what happened to me. I got very, very close. Matter of fact, I got so close I was the closest, because God did a new mercy of God, and if he hadn't done a new mercy of God, I would have perished, praise God, already, a long time ago. Praise God, because I was the farthest gone that came back. That's how bad I was. I was a demon-possessed mental patient for a year and a half. And let me just prove it to you how bad I was. Not bragging, but just to show the truth is here. You know the part in the Bible where Jesus met the demoniac? You know, the, the guy that was a demoniac that had a legion of demons in him. Read the part. If you don't know it, then go read it. It's a famous part in the well-known passage in the Bible. And the demons were saying, don't cast us out, son of God. Uh, you know, let's go in that herd of swine. Because evidently, you know, it's a lot. It, it, they're in torment if they're not in a warm body. So, anyways... He allowed him to go in the swine, as you recall, 2,000 pigs went crazy. They, they ran off the cliff and committed suicide. They went nuts. There were so many demons in that one guy, a person with a legion of demons, not one or two. He had a legion. I'm talking about the guys living a living hell. Every waking moment, he's being eaten alive, and he know, he's being consumed by devils. They're just eating them like ants tying somebody down in the desert. You've seen the torture the Southwest Indians did, and I think they do it in Africa. They tie them down and they get eaten by ants. You've heard of it. Well, it could be eaten by demons, too. It's a different kind of eating, that's all. Anyways, I was there. And you're being eaten alive, and the, the torment could be in one man that it would drive 2,000 pigs nuts. The torment one man. That's what, why he's posted in the Bible. 2,000 pigs went nuts because of what was in one man. Isn't that true? Wow, see? Now, okay, the reason he's cutting himself with stones is it's not because he was crazy. No, he had to do it. Let me explain. When your heart's, when you're, when you're like, when your heart's like, like steel... You're more machine than man, like Darth Vader. You're more machine than man because of hate. Your heart's like steel. It's like metal. You're dead in your transgressions. I mean, really dead. You're just, 
you're dead. You're dead inside. You can't even feel compassion. Nothing. You're dead. You're that far. Your heart's like steel. You're dying and you're, you're being consumed by the devils. But a suffering love is a higher love. That's why Jesus commanded us to love your enemies. The suffering love is a higher love. Where you are weak, I am strong. Therefore, I rejoice in my weaknesses. Where I am weak, excuse me, where I am weak, he is strong. Therefore, I rejoice in my weaknesses, as Paul said. So it's harder to walk a harder road. It's harder to walk a suffering road. So God's stronger there. See what I mean? The Catholics call it penance. I'm not trying to make you Catholic. They got a word for it. Walk, walk, walk a penance. Anyways, what happens is when you're cutting yourself with stones, afflicting yourself with stones out of devotion to God, that's a way of suffering. Out of devotion to God, you're cutting your flesh with a stone. You're cut out of devotion to God. So it's suffering. It's a suffering love. And under the, when he's doing that suffering love, then he, he's connected to God. He feels connected. And he is connected. He more than feels connected. He is connected. And the devil's back into the shadows. And so that's his only respite from being eaten alive is to cut himself out of devotion with those stones because the devil's back in the shadows because in the presence of God, like the sun, they back off in the darkness in the shadows. So that's his only peace he gets. He's cutting himself with stones because he's being eaten alive. It's more than a few devils he's being eaten alive when you have that many. I know. The reason I know that makes sense Everything I said, when you think about it, you go, oh my gosh, it makes sense. Because I was him. And I come back. Okay, this is rare. I come back, okay. But it was even further. I went further. I went to, I call it the crest of the falls. You go over those falls, you don't come back. The falls is the lake of fire. And I was at the crest of the falls. And I was doing, it was a mercy thing I did. I learned when I was in spirituality from India. And I did something new with it. It was never in scripture. And I threw it over the edge as I was going over the edge. It was a Hail Mary pass, I threw to God. I said, God, could you accept this? And he did. And he did. What happened is the devils were so many on me. They were taking me down. I was going for a, a hostile takeover. And they even... I've read they could even bring devils to your area, more devils than the, all in the region. They come over for a hostile takeover. You're being bombarded by more devils than you knew existed. You know, it's like a whole, you know, army of them just on you when they're taking you down. I've read this in, in holy books. And that's what happened to me. And I was getting uh, uh, evil thoughts about God. Um, Blasphemous, even pornographic, really. And you're not, you, you don't want to share it with anybody. It's so embarrassing, but that's what the devil wants. He wants it. You can't, he'll make, put embarrassing thoughts in your mind because if you don't share it, he's got something on you. And the more embarrassing thoughts in your, you put in your mind, he's got you because you're not going to share it. And anything secret, embarrassing, is where he thinks you. And he was playing these games on me. And I did a Hail Mary pass. I'm not going to get into the details of what it was. And all those evil thoughts, since I had protection from God because of this mercy of God, and he accepted it, they stopped. 
In other words, if you got a problem like I had, and you're perishing and you can't stop it, the thought life is just so terrible and there's no way to stop it, and you're in that situation, it's a new mercy of God that he wants certain class of people to have, like people with tremendous problems in their thought life. You know, because they had a lot of demons. There are tremendous problems in their thought life. Because, you know, if you don't confess with your mouth and you got devil problems, that's where the devil's, it's the way he sinks you. I know I come out of the deep, deep sin. So what happened to me is when I fell, the devil's reading me up and I had a lesion in me at the time. I think I did. And all of a sudden, the trumpets, were, the clouds parted and the trumpets sounded. And for a momentary, I had peace. And this is a sidebar. And it, it, was a, it was the worst slide in history. That was me. God has his own Guinness Book of World Records. The trumpet sounded. It was the worst slide in Greece in history. That was me. Yeah, I'm confessing that. So, The greatest grace, I was almost a living saint, almost went all the way to hell. So. I learned a heck of a lot, and I, I'm a man that's followed truth from spirituality, from India, and from Christianity, East and West. Put it together to a new thing. Praise God, and I think that's about it for now. Thank you. 954-310-6440.